Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 16, verses 14 through 21. The last couple days in chapter 14 and 15, we've seen some pretty hard words from Jeremiah from the Lord about what's going to happen to the people of Judah and Israel punishment for sin. And we've said that God is a good, good God. This is not a bad God. This isn't a mean God. This is a good God. We want God to hate sin because if he doesn't hate sin, then he's not really God. He's not really holy, perfect, righteous, all-powerful, all-knowing, etc., etc. And so we love God's justice. We love that he hates sin. But we also are very, very thankful, even more thankful, the more we understand his justice and his righteousness for the gospel. And what's amazing is we see glimpses of the gospel, even in the Old Testament, before Jesus Christ comes to earth, before he makes a way for us to be saved and redeemed through his perfect life and his sinless death and his resurrection. We're going to see a little bit of a glimpse of that today in chapter 16 of Jeremiah. Let's start with 14, go to 21. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when it shall no longer be said, as the Lord lives who brought up the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. But what will be said is, as the Lord lives who brought up the people of Israel out of the north country, and out of all the countries where he had driven them. For I will bring them back to their own land that I gave to their fathers. So right here is a promise of God that these people are going to be cast into captivity into Babylon, which is the people of the north, the north country. They're going to be taken to exile. A bunch of them are going to be killed through starvation and pestilence and all kinds of other bad things as we've read the last couple days. But he will bring a remnant of them back to the land that he promised their fathers. And this is the gospel. And what's amazing is this isn't just about them being brought back to Jerusalem to rebuild the wall, to rebuild the temple, which will happen in the future from when this was written. We discussed it in Ezra and Nehemiah already in the past in the Bible overview because it's not all chronological the way the Bible's laid out. So that's going to happen in real time in 70 years or so, but it's also going to happen at the end of time. He's going to gather all his people to a new Jerusalem, to a new heavens and a new earth. So this is one of those prophecies that has implications for the immediate context of the time it was written in, hundreds of years before Christ, and it's relevant for a time that is even forward on the timeline into the future from where we sit right now which is fascinating. It's one of the one of the things that's so interesting about these, these prophets. Verse 16 and following. Behold, I am sending for many fishers, declares the Lord, and they shall catch them. And afterward, I will send for many hunters, and they shall hunt them from every mountain and every hill and out of the clefts of the rocks, for my eyes are on all of their ways. They are not hidden from me, nor is their iniquity concealed from my eyes. But first I will doubly repay their iniquity and their sin, because they have polluted my land with the carcasses of their detestable idols and have filled my inheritance with their abominations. So here God is using a metaphor of fishermen and hunters who are going to pluck these people out of Jerusalem, out of the people of Judah, and drag them off into captivity in other parts of the world, to Babylon. Some of them are going to end up in different places. He's doing all that. That's going to happen before he brings them back to their own land because he has to punish their iniquity, their sin. They've polluted the land with idols and they've been abominable. Verse 19 and 20. 
O Lord, my strength and my stronghold, my refuge in the day of trouble, to you shall the nations come from the ends of the earth and say, Our fathers have inherited nothing but lies, worthless things in which there is no profit. Can man make for himself gods? Such are not gods. Therefore, behold, I will make them known. This once I will make them know my power and my might, and they shall know that my name is is the Lord. So what's going to happen before all these people get gathered back in the immediate future, 70 years or so, and in the distant future at the end of time, before that happens, this punishment for sin must be carried out. And he's going to use these fishers and these hunters to pluck people out and punish them and cause them to be sinful or cause them to be, to, to be held accountable for their sin. Now, here's what's incredible about this. Not only the promise that he will bring them back to their own land, and what we know that means now, which is that people from every tribe, tongue, and nation who are scattered all over the world, who will eventually put their faith and trust in Christ, representatives from every people that's ever been on earth, those representatives who put their faith in Christ will be brought back to the land that was promised to the fathers of Israel. This is a promise that's eternal. This is a eternal covenant. It's the Davidic covenant, that there will be a, a king that sits on a throne in a kingdom that lasts forever. And he's going to draw people from all the world who trust in Christ back to that land. But here, here's what's incredible. He uses the metaphor of fishermen to be part of this judgment. People are going to fish and drag these people of Judah, these people of Israel, God's people, off into captivity. And when Jesus comes to the earth in Matthew chapter 4, you're familiar with this maybe, he uses the metaphor of fishermen as well, but he uses it in reverse. Instead of bad people carrying out God's judgment to fish people out from among Judah, like is being talked about in Jeremiah, Jesus says in Matthew 4 that he's going to use the disciples to fish men to draw them into the kingdom. And here's what he says in chapter 4 of Matthew, verses 18 and 19. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, Jesus saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Doesn't I can't help but wonder when they heard that, when the teachers of the law heard that, first of all, he goes to fishermen and he uses the language of fishing for men, which is very similar to the language that's being used by Jeremiah from God and Jeremiah about using men to fish men, to take them out and punish them. And now Jesus is using language of men to fish men, to draw them into God's blessing and God's forgiveness and God's kingdom through faith in Christ. Amazing stuff, and we see even the glimmer of hope of the gospel back here in Jeremiah 16 when things are looking really bad. God's plan isn't just to punish and leave it there. He's going to bring about his mercy and his grace through this remnant that will turn back, be drawn back to the land, rebuild the temple, rebuild the wall, be faithful, carry on his redemptive plan forward through history until Jesus shows up and saves the day. Lord, thanks for an amazing story, for being sovereign over it. Thank you for hating sin and then also providing a way for us to avoid the consequences of sin through Christ. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.